30 physicians and 18 hospitals. And medical care was available to those who traditionally could not afford it. World War II was Kaiser's finest hour. In November 1940, he offered to build 30 ships for the British. He had never built a ship before. There was no shipyard. Without a single employee in sight, the British were reticent. But they were desperate, and Henry J. Kaiser was the great persuader. The British relented and agreed to let him build 30 ships. He built the Richmond shipyards and from 1941 to 1945 was responsible for building 25% of all the ships built in the world. 1,490 vessels, mostly Liberty ships, but also 20 aircraft carriers. When German U-boats were exacting a merciless toll on Atlantic shipping, Kaiser suggested building a fleet of 5,000 supersized cargo aircraft, flying boxcars, capable of transporting 500,000 fully equipped soldiers to Europe in a single day. Aircraft executives were skeptical. Jack Northrop, Donald Douglas, and Glenn Martin declined participation. Only Howard Hughes expressed interest. Kaiser and Hughes formed a joint venture. They were strange bedfellows, one a staid religious family man, the other a mercurial playboy, aviation engineer, and movie tycoon. Problems surfaced from the start, their plans went awry, and Kaiser withdrew, letting Hughes build one of those flying boxcars himself. It was called the Spruce Goose. After the war, Henry Kaiser was involved in various industries, from steel and aluminum to airplanes and automobiles. Steel was an important constituent of all his operations, and Kaiser Steel Corporation's growth was meteoric. On November 1, 1950, just 10 years after its formation, Kaiser Steel paid all its loans to the government, 20 years ahead of schedule, with a single cashier's check for $91,476,989. During World War II, the automobile industry converted its operations from automobiles to war production, building tanks, airplanes, bombs, ordnance, and other war materials. After the war, Kaiser saw an opportunity to enter into the automotive world controlled at the time by the big three, Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler. Kaiser reasoned that the automobile manufacturers would either return to building cars and models they were producing before the war, or see a time interval before they could introduce new cars. Kaiser believed he had a chance to successfully enter the market with new automobiles designed from the ground up, chiefly for American consumers uncertain about the nation's economic prospects following the war. He approached automobile pioneer Joseph Fraser, president of the ailing Graham Page Motor Corporation and the former president of automaker Willys Overland, and suggested they establish a new automobile company. Kaiser Fraser Corporation, born July 25, 1945, with Kaiser as chairman of the board and Fraser as president and general manager, got a jump start with the acquisition of the remaining assets of Graham Page Motor Corporation. Kaiser Fraser quickly came out with two front-engine, rear-drive models in 1946, the lower-cost Kaiser and the upper-scale Fraser, nearly identical automobiles, but like the Rolls-Royce and Bentley with markedly different grills, designed by famed automobile designer Howard Dutch Darren. Production began at their newly acquired Willow Run Bomber Plant, a giant facility near Detroit, Michigan. Kaiser also wanted to focus on safety, and his cars included bumpers, lower center of gravity, and better visibility. The demand for new cars following the war was nearly insatiable. No cars had been produced by the automobile industry for nearly four years. 
Kaiser's timing in entering the market could not have been better, and by 1947, the new company was producing over 139,000 cars per year. However, competition was not far behind. The Big Three began producing cars that bore no resemblance to their pre-World War II automobiles. Other automobile manufacturers, including Hudson, Studebaker, Nash, and Packard, were not far behind. Disagreements soon surfaced between Kaiser and Fraser about the future course of their company and their cars. Fraser abruptly resigned and withdrew from the company. Working with Darren and other automobile designers, Kaiser developed a more stylish car, the 1951 Kaiser, and he introduced a new compact, the Henry J. Sales in 1951 peaked at slightly more than 231,000 automobiles. In 1952, the Kaiser Fraser Corporation was renamed Kaiser Motors Corporation. Unlike other cars rolling off the assembly lines in Detroit, the Kaiser was...